Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 204 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. Well, you guys know the routine. I'm going to read off news articles to you, and you're going to call in and speak about them. Uh, if you're too shy to uh, call in, you feel free to type things into the chat box. I will try to pay attention. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, previously recorded, uh, don't bother to call in or type anything in the chat box. I won't be able to see it anymore. That's how time works. Okay, let's, uh, let's go straight into some of the articles, I guess. What do we want to talk about tonight? Let's see. Oh, that's not happy. We don't want to start with something sad. No, that's sad too. No. Uh, well, it's just funny. Okay, we'll start with this. Tennessee mayor arrested for allegedly shoplifting $300 worth of Target merchandise. <laughs> a mayor in Tennessee has been arrested for allegedly shoplifting nearly $300 worth of items from a Target, uh, reports have said. Fairview Mayor John Blade, cool name, uh, who is also president uh, of First Bank in the city, was arrested in Murray County on charges of shoplifting. Uh, the mayor, who was elected in 2018, reportedly turned himself in last week in connection to the alleged theft on September 19th at a Target store in Crossing Boulevard in Spring Hill. Uh, let's see. A report filed over the alleged incident said that the store per, uh, loss prevention officer uh, said Mr. Blade did not scan nearly $300 worth of items on the self-checkout. Uh, they're not going to say what it is. That's the only reason I wanted to read the uh, news article. I mean, shit, right? Let's see. Uh, in total, the report claimed at least 44 items described as household goods were taking taken, uh, amounting to $281 and 59 cents. Um, fuck. First off, what can you buy 44, uh, things worth, uh, from target and only rack up a $281 bill? Uh, I mean, was he buying like individual, like scented candles or some shit? Like, I don't shit yet. Now that's, uh, that's a lot of stuff for not a lot of money. I guess, uh, targets, uh, a, uh, good, uh, deal. <laughs> I've never really been there before. Uh, there's target in the area, but it's not where I do my shopping. So I'm not really familiar with it, but, but how dumb, dumb do you have to be? Obviously I assume it's some sort of weird uh, shit he's got going on. Uh, the mayor of a town who was also the uh, CEO of the local bank obviously doesn't need to steal from target to get his household goods. Uh, so he's got some weird shit going on. Oh, I see We've got some people showing up in the chat box. Happy to have you guys along for the ride. Uh, Romo detector. Ah, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Tears, Magic Mano. Hey, Homelander's here. Uh, and Earl as well. And my dog's barking at people. Uh, I apologize for that. Dogs will do that sometimes. That's the wonders of doing the show from home instead of a uh, studio someplace else is you get interactions with the environment. In my case, dogs. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. What else do we want to talk about today? Um, ooh, Mexican shootout, 14 gunmen killed and three police wounded, uh, a large gun battle, 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 <laughs> a large gun battle in the Northern Mex Mexican city of Calera in the state of Zacaracas. I said that wrong, left 14 armed civilians dead and three police officers wounded on Monday. Uh, Mexican police forces were conducting a tactical operation in the area when they were attacked by more than a dozen gunmen, uh, Two police officers suffered shrapnel wounds and another was shot. Uh, all three are in stable condition. Well, that doesn't seem like much of a fight. How many police uh, officers were there? Uh, uh, following the gunfight, the police confiscated the gunmen's vehicles and found eight assault, rif assault rifles, including one with a grenade launcher attachment. So apparently these guys just sucked. Um, I mean, because think about it. Uh, they, the, the civilians had the element of surprise. Uh, they had access at least to AK 47s and grenade fucking launchers yet at the end of the attack, 14 of them are dead and you have like three police officers wounded and then none of them seriously. Uh, that doesn't seem like a productive result, <laughs> but on the other hand, like I said, I, uh, I don't know how many police officers that they had on the other side or what they were carrying. Uh, you would assume if it's too much of a numerical, uh, advantage, they just wouldn't attack in the first place. But what do I know? I'm not a Mexican gangster. Oh, let's see. You guys feel free to call in, by the way. I'm just, you know, winging it tonight. Alabama's longest serving death row inmate dies from pneumonia uh, at, at 61. Hmm. Uh, 
uh, Alabama death row inmate, Arthur Lee Giles, who served more than 40 years behind bars, has died from pneumonia. Uh, he was 61. At the time of his death, uh, on September 30th, Giles was the longest-serving inmate on death row. Uh, he was never executed after repeatedly appealing his sentence, which apparently works if you do it enough, because <laughs> he, he uh, died from natural causes. So, so I guess he wins that game. I have no clue. I, didn't, I stopped reading it after that. I have no clue if the guy was uh, um, guilty or not. You would assume so if he's in prison. At least the odds were. I know shit happens and sometimes innocent people go to jail. But most of them were, most of them were guilty. <laughs> so I would assume he's, this guy's in the majority. Uh, so how, the fuck, how do you guys feel about that? About the fact that a, uh, a convict on death, death row basically won the game? Uh, with the game, of course... Uh, I'm referring to is like when they keep on appealing and appealing and appealing and appealing their sentence, uh, even though they know they're guilty as hell and eventually it's going to catch up with them. Uh, and in this case, this guy won. He, they didn't kill him. He happened to catch pneumonia and die. Uh, and he was on death row for 40 fucking years. 40 years is a long time. Think about 40 years in your life. Uh, uh, that's a long time to be alive when you're supposed to be dead. You know, <laughs> That's one of the things I realize with the death penalty, uh, you have to be careful with it because innocent people do sometimes go to jail. That's what appeals and things are like that are for. Uh, but I've always felt like there should be some middle ground in between that, you know, um, between them going straight from the courtroom and getting killed to them being able to appeal for 40 years until they die of natural causes. There seems like there should be a middle ground in there someplace uh, where eventually, you know, they get what they get what they deserve, so to speak. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see what you guys talking about in the uh, chat box. Oh, a shithouse rat has shown up. Uh, we all know who that is. So I'm expecting my daily call, please. I need some motivation and inspiration today. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I, don't know, I don't know. It wasn't a bad day. I, I don't feeling kind of blah, I guess. Uh, workout was fucking uh, pretty good. Uh, deadlift day, which was, uh, and since uh, I think I mentioned this already, I'm doing the uh, lighter weights and more reps part of my routine right now, which I tend to enjoy better. Uh, it just feels like I'm having more of a workout. I know the I know the heavy weights for less reps things important in its own way, but whenever I did that, even when I failed out on something, so you think I'd you know, be pretty uh, fucking wiped out after the lifts. To me, it just didn't feel like feel like as much of a workout if I did this uh, if I did higher uh, reps and less weights and exhausted myself that way instead. Um, so and so I enjoy these a little bit more. Like gives me it's at least feels more rewarding regardless of what the actual results are. Uh, well, Homelander, Homelander asked if I didn't, uh, if I don't prefer Dalton's programming, I'm still doing this programming. I just skipped the peak week and went, uh, and went back to a uh, peak month and went back to uh, week one of the routine. So I did five out of six months of his routine and moved back to the, uh, um, beginning one. And I, instead of, uh, doing what all, all those routines that he had me doing to find out what my max reps were, I just put up a fair amount of weight and everything I done done so far. Uh, on my first set and see what I failed out at and then sat down with a calculator. It told me what my, uh, um, max reps, max rep would probably be. And then just, uh, did the rest of my set, uh, at that weight. Uh, so now and I'm a week back into it or almost two weeks into the, uh, on beginner month again. And I've pretty much figured out what, uh, my max weights on everything is. So it's, it's working out pretty well. Um, yeah, and yeah, Homelander says I'm not in competition. No, I'm not, but uh, uh, Ryan obviously knows what he's talking about, and the, the first cycle through seemed to go pretty well. There are things I don't like about it, though, that I think I'm, that I'm tempted to change, but I don't feel like I'm uh, experienced enough. Um, he has you do some lifts so infrequently that it feels like it's not doing anything. Like, he had me do a uh, dumbbell front... Uh, uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's just called dumbbell front raises where you hold the dumbbells and, and, and you stiff arm them straight out. Um, oh, hey, Grayson Sly showed up at the same time of fucking again. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, you guys got something going on. It can't just be coincidence. You guys always show up around the same time. So I think I know it. I think I know what's going on here. Uh, but regardless, he, so he'd have me do those dumbbell front raises and uh, then and then I won't see him for two weeks and then I won't see him for another week or two. And then I don't, he didn't have me do them all the last like two months of the, uh, uh, uh routine. It seemed like, so uh, I know he talks about, 
uh, muscle confusion and things like that. But I feel like, um, I might be better served with less lifts, more focused in certain cases, but I'm going to, I'm going to give, uh, his routine an, an, another go through now that I'm in better shape doing it. So, uh, in six months from now or five months from now, uh, if I'm not happy with how the routine went, uh, I'll probably change to something else. But, uh, but it's, uh, for now, uh, I don't think I gave his, uh, this entire setup enough of a chance the first time around since I was uh, so fucked up from, uh, uh, you know, not working out in so long. So I think it probably took me a good three months to even get reasonable shape before, I, uh, before I started actually, you know, improving any. So, uh, I'm considering this a reset on it. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I've got plenty of time, right? It's not like I'm going to die anytime soon. <laughs> That's me knocking on wood. Uh, let's see. What else do we want to talk about today? You got, oh, if you guys have any ideas, uh, feel free to call in or th throw it out on the chat box. I'll address pretty much any much anything. Uh, let's see. Nope, we already talked about the steel in the Tennessee mayor. Um, oh, here, this could be fun. A dead Soviet satellite and a discarded Chinese rocket body could collide in space Thursday night, exploding into dangerous debris. <laughs> a dead Soviet satellite and a discarded Chinese rocket have a 10% chance of colliding Thursday night. Well, that's not a very big chance, is it? Uh, according to satellite tracking company Leo Labs, well, there's an entire company that uh, tracks uh, shit like that. Um, uh, it's impossible to intervene to prevent a collision. Well, no shit. Uh, since both objects are dead and can't be maneuvered, um, satellite collisions can, per oh man, satellite can, uh, <laughs> uh, those things can produce large clouds of dangerous high speed space debris, which can threaten other spacecraft. And let's see. And close approaches like this are becoming more common as companies like SpaceX and OneWeb launch fleets of internet satellites. So basically, there's a whole bunch of shit floating up in space because no one ever bothers bothers to pick their shit up once they're done with that. So uh, almost anything that you send into space has a um, shelf life, so to speak. The satellites don't stay up there forever. Uh, they periodically have to be relaunched. Um, and uh, or well, I don't know. Well, not in all cases. I mean, some satellites will stay up for a long time, but it's not uncommon for satellites to stop working. And, and then, you know, when they do, it's not like they send somebody up to go get the old satellite. They just launch a new satellite. Sometimes they just la launch a new one, even when the old one is still working, just because they got better technology uh, and then shut, just shut the old one off and not use it. So it's like, might be perfectly functional, but they're not using it anymore. And all these things just float about space, um, at different levels. And then, now it's an inconvenience, obviously, to the point where uh, there's companies that actually get paid to track that shit and, and let uh, the various uh, interests know. A uh, hundred years from now, you might not even be able to do fucking satellite shit anymore because there's so much garbage floating around us. Uh, says something that any uh, space that humans occupy, they pretty much fill with trash. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's go back to that because I actually had... Questions, not questions. Yeah, I, I have things I wanted to know. Let me find that. Where did I go? Oh, here we go. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find the exact time. I want to see if we can watch it, right? No, no, no. Oh, this is a larger article than I thought it was. <laughs> Just tell me when we can watch it. Uh, uh, no, no. <sighs> That's very frustrating. We'll go back up to the top again. Maybe it's up there. It just says Thursday night. Uh, those fucking assholes. I guess Friday morning I'll get up and check the internet and see if there's any cool videos. <laughs> oh, um. Oh, I see homeboys on again. <laughs> All right, man. Where you at, boss? Don't be on. No, you can't be on Podbean. He just said he's going to be on uh, Podbean Live less and less. No, you said that wrong. You said you're going to be on Podbean Live more often uh, and call in sooner so I don't have to struggle for like 10 or 15 minutes either. It's it's rude, really. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got today? 
Oh, in the scariest fuck uh, category, um, you know, whenever men or women talk about uh, crazy boyfriends or girlfriends, you know, you always take it with a grain of salt because you know, they're they're seeing it through the, the lens of their perspective and they don't know uh, how much uh, the other person was reacting to what they were doing or things like that. So it's a he said, she said thing. This is not one of those. Uh Man accused of slitting throat of pregnant ex-girlfriend in Clinton police parking lot. Um, police and U.S. Marshals are searching for a man they said slit the throat of his pregnant ex-girlfriend as she was parking at a police station to file a protection order against him. Uh, uh, skip down a little bit. Uh, she said she knew she was being followed closely by a car, but didn't realize it was that asshole until she parked in a lot. Uh, she said, asshole, opened the door and said, I told you I was coming for you. And then police said he slit her throat multiple times with a box cutter before dropping off in a black 2008 Ford F-150. Uh, just to reassure you, the, the lady got into the uh, police station and uh, she was treated there. And then they took her to a hospital where the article said she received a few stitches. So that punk ass couldn't even do that shit right. Not only was he a punk ass uh, for trying to hurt his girl, and he even fucked that shit up. So, haha. Um, but my point being, some people are fucking cray cray. I mean, shit, you're doing it in the parking lot of a police station. Uh, on the other hand, he drove the fuck off. So, so it makes you say, wonder something. You know, uh, when they say it's a, a police station parking lot's a good place to meet for like uh, internet transactions uh, or like, you know, things like that. Or if you think someone's following you and you're scared, they say go to a police parking lot. That didn't do her shit any good at all. I mean, she got she got her neck cut in a fucking police station parking lot, and the dude just drove the fuck away. What's going on, Sly? Hey, what's up? What's going on, boss? How you doing? Somebody in the chat told me to call in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gracie hears me struggling here today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, being the follower I am, I actually I listened. All right. Well, here's. Well, here's something different. We got uh, we got Gracie calling as well. I, actually, it's Grace. I'm sorry. Hi. I don't know why I'm calling you Gracie. How are you doing today? It's okay. It's a common mistake. <laughs> oh, there's a mistake. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sly, you called me somebody. Coded. I called you what? <laughs> you called me somebody. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I was, you know, just... I don't know. I thought you've been such a wallflower. You never call in or say anything. I didn't know if you wanted me to name drop. <laughs> well, I always need a support so that, you know, I can call in and probably just talk. I don't know. Well, you called in at the perfect time because what I was actually going to do was ask Passive J a couple of things. And we we could really use a woman's perspective on this. So okay. what, I, what I propose is this, okay? I'm, I'm going to lay this out. Jay and I will each speak our piece. And don't be too long-winded. And then we'll get your answer, what you think. After you've heard both of us, you've digested everything we've had to say. I'm not sure if I like where this is going. <laughs> Me too, Jay. Me too. <laughs> will that work? Do we all agree? All right. What we got going on? Tell us, Sly. Okay. Fact or fiction? Mm -hmm. All right. Jay, Jay, you can go first, and then I will. Is it true, Jay, fact or uh -huh. fiction? Mm -hmm. Guys, okay, guys can get girls off easier if they have bigger dicks. We're talking, you know, intercourse. We're not talking about oral or using your fingers or any other form of stimulation. Straight up fucking. Okay. Um, well, uh, <laughs> Does a big dick matter, Jay? I, you know, that, that's a harder question to answer than you, than you really think it is because I don't have a comparison. I've never tried different size dicks to see work, which work better. <laughs> I, just have, I just have the one. It seems okay. Like okay. Yeah. So you, you're, so basically you're saying you really don't know. No, I wouldn't know. I mean, you know, how could, how can I compare? It's not like I can use half of it and try it out and see if that works differently. All right, well, here's, uh, okay, I'll go, and then we'll hear what Grace has to say last, okay? Th this is just what I think, okay? Let's say two guys are evenly skilled, or they both have the same amount of chemistry with that partner. So everything is even playing ground, okay? One guy's, you know, packing three inches. The other guy's packing a passive J-hog. 
Okay, but they both, they, they okay. We're, well, rhythm is, we're not going to go into how, you know, important it is to have rhythm, you know, because you always hear, you know, guys with pecking an inch or two like Rainer could probably still do, they, they can still do just fine because right. it's really all about rhythm. But let's say you have rhythm and you got a big dick, you have both. Okay, that has to be more stimulating because it has to be more attractive to a woman to look at a big glistening dick instead of a little tiny glistening dick. That's just science. Yeah, so it has to be more mentally stimulating. That's all I have to say about it. Grace? I would like to. I would like to have an opinion here. um, I don't know. Okay, that, that's fair. We won't pressure you. <laughs> yeah, that, that was just me. Guys, I, I'm intoxicated again, so... Well, I'm, I'm just here to you know, appreciate how soothing Jay's voice is, you know, because I think I'm the only girl who was led to appreciate him, so here I am. Well, on one hand, I really appreciate that. On the other hand, that's very made me sad that... If, that only one likes me. I'm sorry. Nobody I'm else. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, no, it's no, it's cool. I still see some of the other girls in here from time to time. And but I'm your regular, okay? I, I, you are. I, I log in You're, every day. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, that's, and that's why I do the show. I do the show for you, well, pretty much just thank for you, you. and <laughs> maybe a couple other people as well. Uh, but no, thank you. I appreciate that. It always makes me feel better when someone yeah, gives me a compliment. Uh, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and store that. <laughs> yes. So what? What? What do you oh. do? Uh, this. No, I, no. I do. I do a lot of things. Uh, I'm also the head of member communications at a country club, uh, which means basically I'm a like a, a glorified receptionist. <laughs> I do other things. It's like a hotel concierge, uh, receptionist, uh, customer service job. I sit around in my office and members call me on the uh-huh. phone or come up to my office with problems. Like, uh, like they want they want dinner reservations. They want this taken care of. They want that taken care of. Uh, Mostly it's a lot of answering the phone and taking reservations, but pretty much whatever they want. If, if a, a member came up to me and asked me for a donkey, I would do my best to get him a donkey. I don't know why. Perhaps to ride around the, the country club, but that's not my business. If a member wants a donkey, he's going to get a fucking donkey. So <laughs> most of the time it's a boring job, but occasionally it's interesting. Uh, I've also I've done podcasting since 2007. Uh, before that, I was briefly in radio uh, when I was like in my early 20s. That didn't work out too well, though. Uh, but yeah, so I've been doing, I've been basically sitting on my ass and talking for a living for most of my life in various shapes and forms. I was going to say that the other girl in the show is not here anymore very often. It's Ruthie, but I don't have to say it now. Somebody in the chat said that she's usually asleep at this hour. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand so. that was a rough hour for her. And she was actually staying up for it. And uh, I'm not worth staying up for. Let's be realistic. <laughs> you can always listen to me the next day. That's. Yeah, so, well, uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Jay, you have to drive. It's a white collar job, though, right? I mean, I think pretty much any picture I've ever seen of you, you're wearing a suit, yeah, or, yeah. or a tie at least. So you're you oh, have yeah. to dress up, right? Oh yeah, I'm I'm always wearing a suit. I may or may not be wearing a jacket, depending on how hot it is in my office. Uh, but uh, yeah, I wear a suit to work every day. Uh, have to be look conservative. Can't see any of my tattoos or any of that shit. Very much, uh, which surprises the hell out of me. Growing up, I never ever thought I'd be wearing a suit to work every day. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not because I, I have a big fancy job with, uh, you know, and make tons of money so I can buy suits all the time. Uh, but my work provides suits. Well, well like a, a cash thing for buying clothes every year to make sure they look presentable. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's not nice. a ton of money. I, I think I like basically I get $500 a year for it. So normally I get a couple suits, a couple shirts, you know, maybe a pair of shoes. Uh, 500 doesn't go really, really far. <laughs> But it's certainly better than nothing. Uh, I, and I talked myself into that uh, into that one. I pointed out to them that they provided uniforms for pretty much everyone in this place. You know, like kitchen people had you know uniforms. You know, the locker room people had uniforms. Valets have uniforms. People in the pro shop have uniforms. You know, the people in the family rec center have uniforms. All provided for them. Uh, but they expected me to look a certain way, uh, just not all on my own. Uh, now, don't get me wrong, I did kind of up-talk myself into wearing a suit all day, because before I just had to have a slack uh, pants, uh, slacks, uh, a dress shirt, and a tie. Um, but that's only one step from a fucking suit anyway. So, so I figured you know, if they're going to make me wear their 
a uniform, they should be paying for it. And it turns out they agreed. I was amazed. <laughs> you can write that shit off in your taxes. Yeah, well, I can't now because it's it's their money. <laughs> so they can write that shit off on their taxes. They get receipts for everything I buy and shit. Oh, they buy your clothes? Yeah, that's what I just said. Uh, they uh, they buy my... Uh, well, yeah, I get $500 a year from them to... Uh, uh, um, for a clothing allowance, so, so I, you know, they nice. and stuff. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, it's a uh, well, I mean, it's a country club. You got, you have to look good there. They, they expect a, a minimum, right? And yeah, homeliners make it funny me saying, "I think I look presentable." <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny because they always, yeah, I post the suit my suits on the OG all the time, and I get a lot of shit for them. And some of their things are valid, like. Uh, because I've lost and gained weight so much in the last few years, uh, it's really hard for my suits to fit me because it depends on what part uh, of the process I was in whenever I got fitted for those suits. So a lot of my suits don't look good just because they don't fit right. Uh, but now, now that I'm gaining weight, I'm uh, a lot of them are starting to fit better. Uh, but uh, I get shit for like the color of my shirts and ties and all that shit all the time. Apparently, the OG doesn't like color at all. They they all think a, a suit should be black or or dark gray or maybe dark blue with a white shirt and you know maybe a black or whatever tie uh, and i like wearing like fucking purple shirts and you know <laughs> and lavender and all kinds of cool shit purple, purple lavender same thing uh but like i've got like an off pink shirt that's one of my favorites uh i got some funky uh, colored ties as well you know, and they're like, all oh, this stuff looks like shit. And I get compliments every time I wear that shit. It's when I wear, like, the normal black suit with the white shirt that I don't get any compliments. Uh, I wear a suit five days a week. It gets fucking boring wearing the same thing over and over again. And people get bored seeing the same thing over and over again. So uh, I get, you know, whenever I throw out a new bright color and shit, uh, especially the ladies, they're like, oh, wow, hey, that's a nice shirt. Goddamn right, it's a nice shirt. <laughs> What do you think, Grace? Do you like uh, colorful uh, choices in suits, or, you, or do you think the guy should just wear like a black shirt, uh, suit, or dark colored suit, and a, le- uh, and a white shirt? No. Okay. <laughs> Did she drop or something? I don't know. Right. She's still here. Still here. I'm a good listener. Oh, here, there you go. Well, so what do you think, Grace? What do you think, Grace? Do you think uh, it's okay for guys to wear bright colors and stuff in their suits, or should they keep it to just a white shirt uh, and uh, a dark tie and, and suit? I think you guys can explore. You know, no color is associated to any gender, so I think you know you have all the rights to explore any color you want. Yeah, so you there you go. It. Yeah, it's uh, it, we're just having fun with it. I mean, I, I I wouldn't go to like a funeral wearing like a. Uh, uh, a uh, hot pink shirt or fucking anything like that. I, for some somber occasion, of course, I have so, a lot of the dark suits and white shirts. But uh, you know, sitting uh, in my office at the country club, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, like I got like a, a straight up blue shirt, uh, not light blue, blue blue. Uh, and you wouldn't think that'd be a good look, but it works Sky a lot of them. Or what blue? What blue? Uh, well, like not navy blue, like just. This most Maybe. straight up blue, not light blue, not or anything like that, just normal blue. Um, and like one of my okay. shirts is that, and I, and I, I like that quite a bit with uh, a couple of my suits. Uh, I have one suit that's mm-hmm. uh, um, like a l- dark grayish, almost black, with uh, l- bluish check marks. Uh, kind of hard to explain the uh, hard to explain it, but it's uh, yeah, actually. You gotta show your wardrobe to us, you know, then we can comment. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I've and I've showed it on that website quite a few times, and most of the comments are not nice. <laughs> yeah, Which I think is we really need to check that website out because you guys talk about it a lot. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I have mixed, I have mixed feelings about sending anybody uh, to that website for the first time. <laughs> um, yeah, um, about that website, <laughs> I'm just going to be, you know, straight about it. it it's a cesspool of hatred. No, I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's just—it's a bunch of not right shit. It's a bunch of not right people. Yeah, you know, you're right. That is, it is a cesspool of villainy. Um, I, uh, he, I don't get me wrong. There's cool people on there. Uh, most of them are, are uh, been on the show at one time or another. Uh, but it's also uh, just like any other internet forum, full of a whole bunch of assholes uh, who mean be mean to people on purpose. Uh, right. A lot of people. 
So yeah, I got this one. Okay, this this is Steve. Tell me if you agree with me, since you know you're you know the king of the OG. All right, <laughs> think of it like Vegas. The the OG is like Vegas. When when, when you go to Vegas. If you're a pure and kind-hearted person, it kicks you down a notch. You're kind of still a nice person there, but you have a little wild side. If you're already a wild person and you go to Vegas, it kicks you down a notch or two, and you're, like, fucking not right. It, it, it deteriorates what you are. Yeah, well, yeah. So, and in, in the, uh, oh, go ahead, sir. I found myself on the OG saying shit I normally wouldn't. All I'm saying, it's just right, right. Well, and it's also so a very, very, yeah. And it is very, it is a very conservative uh, board for the most part. I'd say it probably leans eighty percent Republican, twenty percent Democratic. That shouldn't make a damn bit of difference normally, but in this political season, uh, it seems like most of the uh, people on that forum are just there to tell the other side that they're idiots about their political beliefs. Ain't that about right, Cy? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. You know, yeah. definitely. Yeah, so my you advice know, to you, if you want to check out that forum, you should probably just go right to the other ground and then look for the other ground live thread. Uh, just do a search for it and it should pop up. I wouldn't stick my nose into too many other places. <laughs> and it's, fu it's funny because, like I said, there's all kinds of nice people there, but uh, there's so many dickheads there that I, w whenever I've told people about the website, I didn't really want them to go there because I think they get an impression of it and then decide how and have it affect how they think of me. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I've kind of stopped telling people to go check it out, despite the fact that I have fun there and have lots of friends because it much like that friend you've had for many years who uh, doesn't know how to be around people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you get embarrassed by it sometimes. Yeah, he's still your friend, but you don't want him to meet your new friends. Yeah, it, it's kind of like, it, it was ahead of its time at one time and very cutting edge. You know, back in the day, there was nothing like it. Uh, now it's pretty much outdated, but it still has an occult following because most people, a lot of people's really stayed there or they occasionally come back. Right, exactly. Yeah, the, the internet forum is not a thing anymore. I don't think kids do that sort of thing. Uh, now they're on the like Twitter or TikTok or, but back in the like, uh, mid to late 90s and early up until the era, maybe even the mid 2000s, uh, internet forums were basically the way to interact with people. It was like the early form of social media. Uh, now that there's so many other options for that, people don't go to internet forums really for a community anymore like they used to. Uh, when If you use an internet forum at all, it's probably looking for information. If you think about it, because other than the OG, if you see any other kind of internet forum at all, it's because you did a, a Google search for something and somebody was talking about it in one of these uh, forums that are specific to a certain sort of thing, like a car forum or this forum or that forum. Uh, but back when me and Sly were doing this shit, uh, there wasn't all this other social media. So in addition to being you know an, a source for information, uh, in this case, mixed martial arts, uh, many internet forums became like a community, a place to hang out and talk to other people that enjoyed some of the same things. Uh, hence the off-topic part of it, because people wanted to talk to these people about other things, uh, which is where the show comes from, obviously, because it was the, in our case, the name of the um, website was The uh, Underground, and it was about mixed martial arts. They, When it became big enough for people to start hanging out with it and want to talk about other stuff, they opened a, a sub-forum called The Other Ground which is where all this has sprang from. And it's been around for many, many years. And I'm a relative newcomer since I, I think I joined in 2012. Uh, but it's, yeah, and like just like you said, so I, it's a thing of the past, really. Uh, every year, there's a little bit less people using it. Jay, that's eight years. That's a long time. You're no newcomer, but... Well, compared, uh, for, compared to a website that's been around for more than 20 years, I am. <laughs> And, uh, and that shows you to the dedication some people have had to the internet community because there are people that have been around for the entire 20 years or even past that because it was around in other different forms of, uh, even before uh, the year 2000. There really is no other place to go to for anything MMA-related, MMA though, for sure, because if you read shit anywhere else, you fucking laugh at it. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, we do have a pretty big knowledge base. From what I understand, SureDog's not bad. Uh, I've never actually looked into that too much. Uh, there, there are the obviously the major competition uh, for 
uh, mixed martial arts uh, forums. There's also a smaller one called the, the mixed martial arts community. Uh, but it's never, and it has some cool people over there as well, but it's never uh, gained a lot of traction, so to speak. And do you ever, have you ever checked out that one? Sly? No, I, I haven't checked it out. Uh, I apparently I, there was a thread about me over there that I got that, uh, some, one of my stalkers, Never mind. let's not talk about that shit. <laughs> but in, anyway, yeah. I, I didn't know I was calling in. I just caved into the peer pressure. <laughs> so I swear I got blindsided with this. What's up? It's fine, hey, dude. It's fine. Man. That's, that's exactly how I like my shows going, man. People being blindsided. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jay, tell, tell us your worst. Tell us the biggest blindside ever since you've been doing this show. Oh God, there's been so many there, of them. Was there ever a time you were just like, oh fuck, where you got nervous or you know yeah. uneasy? What? Tell us. Oh, I get nervous all the time. Uh, whenever, like, when we had Pat Militich on, I was nervous as fuck. It was only the second show. Uh, I we didn't know what we were doing. I barely, I didn't really fucking know uh, Dalton at all. Uh, and here I was interviewing the biggest guest I was probably ever going to get. <laughs> so, and yeah, you know, and then we had audio issues of me cutting off my mic too soon. And yeah, you know, yeah, that that one uh, was uh, not a good feeling for most of the show, to be honest with you. You did all right on that one, honestly. I mean, he, you didn't get—he didn't back you up too much on that show. He got better later as a co-host. Uh, you know, he wasn't up to speed yet. Oh, you probably yeah. should have Pat back on now. I'm yeah, sure Greg. Yeah. I'm sure Greg could make that happen. All you have, you know, just testify that you know Croatia is the greatest, and then he'll, you know, he'll get Pat to come back on the yeah. show for sure. Yeah, I'll just tell Pat I'd like to talk about some conspiracy theories, and he'll be right on there. <laughs> um yeah but back then dalton me and dalton didn't have anything go, any chemistry going yet uh, i almost quit the first couple of weeks because uh um icy mike came on within the first week or two and uh, gave uh ryan a whole bunch of advice and you know uh part of the advice is basically be be a dick to jay um and ryan took that way too to the heart at first the first couple after first couple weeks i'm like you know what i'm not enjoying the show I'm, this isn't being this isn't fun for me i i don't i don't like being the fucking fucked with the entire fucking show uh but eventually i i think ryan caught wind of the fact that i wasn't a big fan of that and, and moderated it down to more reasonableness uh apparently not uh, enough for some people uh a lot of the reasons you guys give me for being glad that he's gone is that is that you got tired of listening to him bitch at me all day? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say uh, it, uh, that 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 was really a lot of it. A lot of people really held the grudge at him for that because they heard all that shit and they didn't like it. Yeah, and you know, I know he was just trying to do a bit for the show, but it, it was a little overboard sometimes. Yeah, uh, my biggest frustration was I, uh, as you know, it's hard to uh, find of things things to talk about the show, and so a lot of times it's hard to fill space. So one of my biggest pet peeves was I bring something for to the show to talk about, and he'd be like, "Nah, that's nerd shit," and that'd be the end of the conversation. I'm like, "Dude, at least tell me why you don't like it, or or let me let you tell me let me tell you." why I do like it and have a conversation. Don't just say, nah, and then you know, shut me down, dude. Makes it hard to do the fucking show. I'm here. I'm trying to read the chat here. Oh, I, I got banned for saying Negroid. Oh, uh, after, the that... head, after the head kick, Nate Diaz. Oh, <laughs> all right. I was just, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you don't want Later, I don't. I don't think that's why you got banned. That, I think that was just, you know, what when they banned you. Yeah, they just decided that was enough. Enough was enough. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, one of the mods on there, I think, you know, got the creeps from that guy and fucking banned him. And then, you know, and then when everybody rallied, you know, behind him, like a month later, then then he had to be accountable for it. And they were like, you know, he shouldn't have been banned. So they re, they re-enabled his account. Yeah, and it's funny. Uh, a lot of people people don't realize that Kirk, I don't think, pays a ton of, ton of attention to the actual website process. I know he posts a lot of articles and things like that, but um, I don't think he reads. I don't, I, you know what? I see him post sometimes, uh, like on my things, but he, he'll miss. It's really easy for him to miss a thread. Uh, and like in that case, uh, you know, fucking uh, Rainer was, got fucking you know, banned and couldn't do anything about it. He, he had the thread going. Uh, so uh, he, he was on the show and told me about it, and I missed the thread too. I had no clue what's going on, and 
I just, just said, just told him I'd pass it on to Carrick. I'm like, hey, so I, I texted him. I said, hey, you know, uh, Rainer's uh, got banned, and he's you know curious as to why he got, got banned for. He's been around for quite a while. Um, and Kirk said he'll look into it and unbanned him like 10 or 15 minutes later. Uh, basically, once he found out what was going on, he had you know no issues with the dude and wanted him back on. Uh, but so a lot of people have this image of Kirk, you know, just not giving shit about anything or anybody or you know, all these different conspiracy theories about how he's running the site. But for most part, he's just a cool dude and he's got shit going on in his life too. So sometimes he doesn't notice. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd agree. Yeah. So what's Grace? What should we talk about? Anything in particular? I guess not. Mm, I don't have anything to talk about. Oh, well, God, it'd be well, hard to be an on date for you. Somebody did call me boring, you. so I think I am. I don't have oh, anything no. to talk about. Oh, you're far from boring. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> These guys have no freaking idea how, how funny you are. Oh, don't pay any don't pay any attention to the peanut gallery. Although I admit you would make for a very hard first date. <laughs> it's hard to get Wolf Castle says I'm a boring call. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it uh, probably takes one to know one, you know? It takes uh, one boring to know another boring. So yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> so do you uh, I guess I don't want to get too much into your uh, private information, but do you live in Michigan? Nope. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, uh, that was uh, my first guess because uh, I know that slides over here in the Michigan area quite a bit. So I how do you know I didn't go back to out in the West Coast? Well, yeah, no. Well, that would be my second guess was the West Coast because that's your two normal <laughs> hanging out places. So I knew I had a 50-50 chance of being right. So by deduction, it's probably California then. Uh, I'm still here, Jay. I haven't I haven't been able to make it out yet. So. No, I meant Grace where she lives. Actually, oh. if it's not Michigan, I assume it's California since she, since she's a friend of yours. Uh, unless you met her in your travels or something. Uh, I uh, I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing. However, I don't think she'll probably she probably won't tell you where she's at just because she's, she's a girl and you know there's there's weird people out there. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to send you pictures of my junk. My wife wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Hey, I think you know what? I think that you know, for research purposes, there is a there is a, isn't there a site that has your junk on it somewhere? No, no. I decided to take that down. I, 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 thought, that might, I thought that might be trouble in the future. Really, yeah. You know, when I run for president or some shit like that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Good move. Yeah. Well, still, yes. <laughs> it had a good run. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, let's see what else we got to talk about today. We still got about another 15 minutes left. Uh, let's see. We already talked about the satellites. Uh, oh, no, I don't want to talk about that. That's sad. Oh, well, he's crazy. Okay, now there's a... I In my head, I have this big virtual map of the world. And from time to time, I add to that map. I call this Jay's big map of places you won't fucking go to. Uh Today we added another new place, uh, Alaska. Alaska is actually already on the list for several reasons, but here's a, a highlight of why. A starving violent bear charges child and dogs in family hike, Alaska officials say. Uh, a violent and hungry bear charged toward a child on an Alaska trail, officers, officials said. A family with dogs and children were hiking in a trail at an Alaska state park when a black bear, bear sow bolted from the bushes behind the group, Alaska state parks said in a Tuesday release. Uh, the bear was shot and killed in the encounter and the family escaped uninjured. Uh, at this time, bears in general around the state are prepping for hibernation or, and are gathering as much food as possible. So fuck going to Alaska. I don't want to be gathered for food. Uh, I, you know, I, I, do, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The last parts of Alaska look cool and you know, the entire last frontier and all that good shit. And I do like the lack of people. However, uh, I don't want to live anywhere where the wildlife could eat me. Uh, and, uh, you know, carrying a gun is not like something I want to be a necess necessity. Uh, that's why I don't want to live out in the woods. And that's why I don't live in downtown Detroit. Either way, I don't want I don't want to feel the need to go armed all the time. There's got to be some happy ground in between those two things. Um, and, and I assume you, neither of you guys have uh, lived in bear country before. I have. I was there for a couple of weeks. Oh, did you see any bears? Um, 
No, I saw a lot of elk, a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of wildlife. Yeah. It yeah, wasn't so bad. Yeah, and of course, uh, there's bear country outside of Alaska, obviously. Uh, um, you get to, like, a lot of states, they have uh, at least brown bears or black bears, whatever the smaller ones are. And, of course, you get out into, like, you know, Yellowstone, where they got grizzly bears and all that shit. And no, just not just a no for me. I don't want to live in pro, uh, close proximity to something that could eat me. Uh, I didn't see any in Alaska, Jay, but yes, I saw I saw tons of black bears in West by God, Virginia. Oh yeah, you're not going to make me go back to the West Virginia stories, are you? I think I don't think we should do that tonight. <laughs> Maybe not tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you have lived in areas where bears are common. I mean, you wouldn't just go traipsing through the woods, would you? Oh, I didn't live. I was visiting. You right, know those right. those places. So yeah, right. right. But regardless. Yeah, well, that- would you, regardless, if you lived in an area where you knew there were bears around, would you go on a hike through the woods? I did. Actually, I climbed a mountain in Alaska, uh, yeah. Mount Keeley. Oh, cool. I, I went four miles up on that on that thing. Um, uh, I was staying, like, about 15 miles north of the city of North Pole. That's where I was. It was out in the middle oh. of nowhere. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Um, if you don't mind me asking, why were you out there? Uh, just vacationing, oh, <laughs> you know, no, no, no real reason. Right. No, I no, just, no. I just, I, I wanted to experience it. It was, it ended up being a good time. Well, there you go. Yeah. Like I said, Alaska looks like it'd be a cool place to check out. Like what I wouldn't mind doing is one of those, uh, uh Alaska cruises. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that or not where, you know, you basically cruise along the coast of Alaska, uh, up toward the Arctic circle and shit like that. And you see all kinds of cool shit like that. Um, and I thought that'd be a different way to do a cruise. Uh, obviously, you're not going to be laying out deck getting a tan most of the time, but it's still interesting. Well, most of those areas are like 70 degrees and like 60 in the wintertime. There's a current that comes off the coast. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not that. It's not that. I mean, you'd have to get close to like, I mean, if you were in Anchorage, you'd be freezing. But uh, if you're further out, you know, where those cruises go, they, they really don't. Uh, the average temperature there is higher in a year than it is in Michigan. Oh, neat. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, in a, I saw this as an article. Uh, Japan launched it, launches its first of its new class of submarines. And the only reason I bring this up because I read the first line and it, and it struck me as something. Uh, Japan has la- launched the first of a new class of diesel-electric submarines, which will complete the U.S. Allies planned expansion of its submarine fleet to 22 boats when it enters service. So the country of Japan has 22 subs. That doesn't seem like a lot of subs. I realize Japan's never been a very big military power, and a lot of that was because we told them they weren't allowed to for many, many years. But holy shit, the entire country has 22 subs? Uh, we have to have fucking hundreds in that case, I would assume. <laughs> uh, who knows? Yeah, just I, that, I, I didn't realize that was much of a conversation piece, but I had to bring that up because, uh, I mean, why would you bother at that point? If, if you... Uh, if you have that small of an army and you're an ally of us, I guess, I don't know, what are they thinking? Maybe if they ever need independence from us and our, our, and our subs that they needed their own, uh, I mean, go big or go home is the way it works with world defense. You're not stopping anybody with 22 subs, uh, but whatever, I guess. Uh, oh, we got at least one more article because I wanted to talk about this. Barefoot hiker from Washington dies in a hundred foot plunge into Arizona Canyon. Cops say, <laughs> Uh, when barefoot hiker Jordan Brashars vanished around a corner Thursday evening, uh, his two companions didn't think much of it, an Arizona sheriff's office said. But when his fellow hikers rounded a corner, the 29-year-old Washington man was nowhere to be found. Uh, searchers later discovered uh, Bashirs had plunged 100 feet to his death in Boynton Canyon near Sedua, Sonora, Sedona. Yeah, that place. <laughs> the three men had set out to view Native American cliffside dwellings in the canyon on Thursday. Uh, after his friends couldn't find Bashirs, they called 911 at about 6.15. Uh, searchers looking for Bashirs, uh, well, excuse me, searchers looked for Bashirs until the darkness fell, then continued to search Friday morning with the help of a helicopter and a drone. Uh, they found his water bottle, shoes, and a cell phone before disco- discovering his body around 9 a.m. Friday. Uh... It's searchers say it appears Bashirs accidentally fell while trying to climb a higher ledge in the canyon wall. Uh, searchers also said it appeared his dumbass probably wouldn't have fell if he was wearing his fucking shoes. <laughs> it's, I mean, 
how do you feel about people that die through misadventure? You know, uh, misadventure being like you're doing things where there's a chance that you could die and then you do die. Um, do you feel sorry for those people? Do you feel, do you, do you want, I wonder why they do it in the first place. I mean, if I want to get like this uh, adrenaline, adrenaline, uh, adrenaline feeling from avoiding near death, I can just drive on the fucking freeway. I don't need to go climbing up the side of a mountain to get that. Um, I, I've just never been what this type of person to uh, try to get that intentionally. Uh, I have a feeling I might get a different answer from you, though, Sly. Oh, I probably should refrain from comment. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what um, I'm so, uh, uh, some mountain climbing in your time. <laughs> or, or the yeah, 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 or the equivalent, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just not crazy people. Yeah, yep. I'm just not that type of person. So, do you feel sorry for somebody when the, they lose their life in this manner? Or is it usually when, when they do something absolutely fucking stupid and they lose their life? I don't feel any remorse for them, but I feel remorse for their loved ones. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's a good point. You know, and that's another thing to think of when you're doing all this crazy shit. You know, you might not uh, care about your life or or not think it's a big deal, but your family certainly does. Uh, ask ask your mom how she feels about shit like that before you go and do it. See what she says. You know, basically, uh, and I realize that's not the a good advice for all, but basically, if your mom thinks it's a bad idea, it might be a bad idea. Uh, the ones that get me the most, uh, the most extreme cases I've seen with this is, are those wing suit uh, flyers. I assume you've seen the videos for that before, right? Oh, we lost Sly. Oh, no. It's just me and you now, Grace. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, but as, as I was saying, the, the uh, most extreme I can think of are those wing suit flyers where you, they jump out of a helicopter and then like uh, glide like miles upon miles as they slowly get lower and lower. And that shit's pretty fucking crazy because they intentionally like try to go as close to cliffs and through like different valleys and canyons as, as best as they can, as close as they can. And every fucking year, a couple of them die. Uh, I got it. It had some ridiculously high death rate, like 25% of people that did it for this many times have died or some, some ridiculous number because it's really easy to twitch wrong. And you're, and you're not just parachuting down. You're going forward. Uh, fast like i think they said it's like fucking 80 miles an hour and every once in a while somebody would splat themselves on the side of something by just mis misjudging it a little bit um and yeah i guess the ad adrenaline surge from that would be pretty fucked up too but goddamn dude you know it's, it's just, to me just you know the the juice has never been worth the squeeze so to speak <clears throat> uh <clears throat> excuse me uh and don't get me wrong, it's not like I live a, a completely... Yeah, I do live a completely safe life. But I, I do like other adrenaline surges. Like, I love my little car, um, just driving that fucking around. It's it, yeah, it's set up as such that you can take a corner at 35 and have it feel like you're you know like a race car driver, but still be in little to no danger because it's uh, set up so well and has such good grip. You have zero chance of basically spinning out while feeling like you're going as fast as fuck. So I, I can understand that. Uh, and I like acceleration. Like one of my favorite things is to be the first car in line at a stoplight. Uh, light turns green, and I get to the speed limit as fast as I possibly fucking can. Uh, but I don't really have any urge to speed much past that. Um, and certainly not highway speed. Like on a highway, I if the speed limit's seventy, I'm probably going seventy-five. I don't really have the desire to go any faster than that. Uh, even in modern cars, once you get like eighty or ninety or hundred miles an hour, it feels like you probably shouldn't be fucking doing that shit. Um, uh, Homelander's giving me shit because I talked about my car again. Um, I carry. He said, "You can't believe." I wonder how much I carry on if I actually had a, a real sports car. One that is a real sports car. Uh, it says so right on the label. Um, <laughs> and two, probably a whole bunch. I like. Uh, um, I like cars very much, uh, and it's uh, one of the few manly things I do like, really. Um, but being a poor person, you can only afford so much, and the Fiesta ST was a good compromise. Uh, a uh, very good sports car for the money. <laughs> I know you're joking, dude. It just gives me something to talk about for a second or two. <laughs> uh, Romo detectors I'm been sorry, beeping. Jay, I'm gonna have to go look at what Romo what Romo means because I because uh, I'm not sure that can mean a couple different things. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jay, I was on mute, so I couldn't talk that much. That is quite all right. I missed you terribly while you were gone, though. No, my sister was around, so you know, 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, don't don't let your sister know that you're talking to me. Keep it your. We should keep it a secret. I'm thinking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. We got a couple more minutes. Let me see if I can't find one more thing to talk about before we get out of here. Uh, oh, this one's sad. Hush, uh, doggies. Lockdown puppies being increasingly abandoned by their owners. Um, lockdown puppies are being increasingly abandoned by their owners. The RSPCA has warned as the centers begin to flood with cats and dogs. Uh, there is a huge surge in demand for puppies over lockdown as people on furlough and working from home wanted companionship. For some, it was the perfect opportunity to train a young dog. Uh, however, as people return to work, they found they no longer have the time for their pooch and have been abandoning their pet at animal welfare, well, uh, uh, animal controls. Um, Many local centers have noticed an uptick, uptick in abandoned pets. Uh, Oak Tree Animals uh, Charity near Carlisle has taken in 120 dogs and cats over the last three months. Um, yeah, those people fucking suck. Uh, they need to realize uh, uh, pets are a responsibility. Pets an animal. Uh, it's, a, it's a living thing. And it's, it, once you take that responsibility, you're, you're a shitty person if you abandon them. Um, and I'm not surprised in the least bit that this is happening. Uh, <clears throat> It happens in smaller numbers during you know Christmas and things like that as they buy pets and then decide that they uh, for as gifts for people and then decide they don't really want it. Uh, so I'm not surprised at all that people are like, I'm lonely. I'm sitting at home all day. I can't hang out with my friends. I'll buy a puppy. And then like three months later, you know, uh, or six months later, actually, you know, they're back to work. They don't want to uh, take care of that puppy. Uh, it's not cute anymore. It's an awkward teenager and they just get rid of it. Um, I can't imagine doing that. I uh, shit, I had my uh, rescue dog for two days and I was basically broken up because I thought it was going to die. And, you know, this is, and this dog was uh, two days into my mental commitment. Uh, six months into this shit? No, like, no, you, you can't. Like, I, I'd fight somebody to keep my dog now. And it was, and I didn't even want the second dog, to be honest with you. My wife tricked me. I, we, I thought we were perfectly fine with one dog. Um, but she showed me the dog and, and gave the impression that it wasn't going to, you know, stay at the shelter long, that they couldn't keep it for long. Which is bullshit because you know the, the shelter is a is a rescue run by her cousin, um, which I know. Uh, and but she gave me the sob story of how I've been abandoned uh, uh, in someone's apartment for weeks with no food and water, which is obviously not true. It would die if it didn't have water for weeks. Uh, but it was certainly really fucking scaly, skinny and scraggly looking. Um, and but the the kicker to what what she really got me on was the fact that I love my little dog Sadie quite a bit. And that's how she got me. She said, you know, Sadie's at home all day alone while we're at work and she needs a companion, someone to keep her happy while we're gone. I was like, damn, well, I'd be a bad owner if I didn't get my dog a, a dog. <laughs> so that's what basically happened. I got my dog a dog um, and it didn't work out right at all. Uh, I love a little Lulu. She's a good little dog, but uh, she's a crazy little dog. Uh, and Sadie doesn't like her at all. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's at certain points. I'll see them lying together and things like that. but. Before we even got our uh, dog, Lulu, Sadie was really paranoid about her toys and her treats and things like that. She was constantly growling at the cat who would wander by and not give a shit about whatever pet, uh, whatever uh, toy the dog had. Um, so all we did when we got Lulu was justify her paranoia because Lulu wants whatever the fuck Sadie has. It doesn't matter what it is. If she has it, she wants it. Um, You'll see he'll drop it like 30 seconds after she takes it from Sadie. <laughs> but uh, now the already paranoid dog is super fucking paranoid. And I honestly think we've probably made my dog's life worse by getting her a new dog. But what are you going to do now? We have a new dog and we've had her for a year now and it's a little bit better. But even to this day, I honestly think Sadie would probably be happy with being alone and not having Lulu to fuck with her shit. <laughs> uh but regardless, it looks like uh, it's about time for me to get out of here. Uh, I'd like to thank Sly and Grace for, for calling in. I really appreciate it. Grace, you got anything you want to say before we get out of here? No, I'm good. Thank you for having me on the call today. Oh, no, thank I'm you for sorry calling. I was boring. <laughs> You're not boring. I call in any time. Even if you just want to listen to it, it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. Uh, I can't do the show without you guys. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow at uh, 6 o'clock to do this shit all over again. So, uh, until then, I'm Passive J, and you guys have yourself a great day.
Later for you.